Today's podcast episode is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. to everything pro wrestling everything pro wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans i am your host conrad cushman with me as usual the co-host Derek. we are here to talk about wwe tlc 2020 from december 20th 2020 uh this was not planned to be a review show this was totally like last minute uh I just got lucky that I was able to review this, so I don't know if these are going to be back permanently. Just starting off with that. But uh, I'm very grateful for everyone who's been keeping me in their prayers. Uh, that's that's all I have to say right now as far as the uh, pay-per-view goes. But Derek, going into this, how are you feeling about WWE TLC? That's, that doesn't go well on audio words my good oh, man <laughs> sorry i forgot about forgot about the, the audio people so uh, i was optimistic i respect it okay well we're gonna get into some of that and possibly at the end talk about wwe and their lowest ratings ever and what should they do how can they improve I want you guys to uh, make sure you stick around, and I want to hear what your ideas are for that. So if you guys can, get them churning in your head. But for right now, we got to do the intro from our boy, Montez. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hopefully you guys are still enjoying that intro by my man Montezzi. Big shout out to uh, my man Rated R, who I interviewed on the podcast before. Uh, he had his music debut 
on AEW Dynamite. Um, big shout out to him. Uh, really cool to see him come up with uh, the Martin Brothers music for AEW Dynamite. So make sure you guys check that out the next time they are making their entrance. I believe they are wrestling Chris Jericho and Jake Hager this week. So check it out. Hopefully they get an entrance and you can hear the full theme. But WWE TLC 2020. Um, Derek, going in... What did you feel about TLC matches before this? Like, is TLC a pay-per-view that interests you? Is it a match type? Because I know you're a big Edge fan. So, TLC was kind of a match, I feel, that made, like, Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, the Dudleys. What What do you think of them having, like, a whole pay-per-view dedicated to it? Does it work for you or nah? I, I think it works if they do it correctly. If they do that, if they do it the way that they're supposed to do it, then it it works, but you it every anytime I think of TLC, that's where I automatically go straight to is Edge, Christian, the Dudleys, the Hardys. That's my number one. Are you talking about the Hardy Bros, Jet, Matt, Matt, and Jeff? Let's not even start that, bro. Nah. <laughs> Would you eat a bro nut from Matt Riddle? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, just making sure. Um, we got to show some love to the chat here before we uh, get into this. Ace, what's going on? Jesse from the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You guys are going to hear his ad a little bit later on on the audio version of the podcast. So uh, make sure you guys show Jesse some love. B-Boy Skyline also in the house. Um, let's see here. Elijah Washington, what's good, brother? Good to see you in here. Deep Six Pro Wrestling, what's up? Saw your video the other day. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Ray, yeah, what's going on, Ray? Ray was streaming earlier some WW2K20. You're a braver soul than me, but Ray always puts it down. Check out his streams, man. Uh, very interesting stuff. Very, very, very uniquely booked compared to some of the stuff we see uh, on wrestling today. Um, Deep Six Pro Wrestling, give us some of your thoughts. I'm going to save that stuff for the end, though. Uh, not a fan of the gimmick pay-per-views. I'm kind of with them. I don't think you need the gimmick for the pay-per-view. You want to protect the match, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if you make a whole pay-per-view for TLC, then it, you, you have... To me, you feel like it feels like you have to have a, a that kind of match every single match. Here's the problem. Like, you get into this whole... Oh, it's October, time for Hell in a Cell. And it's like, no, Hell in a Cell's meant to end a feud. TLCs right. are meant to, like, you know, end a feud, possibly. You got to do some different stuff. Connor, what's good, man? I see you just joined us as well. Uh, what is going on, everybody? Uh, <laughs> did we witness... We'll talk about that at the end, Jesse. Uh, lots of layers tonight, Ray said. Lots of layers. Uh, thank you, all in all. Yes, yes, good matches for the most part. Let's get into some of this. Let's start with the kickoff show match. We had an eight-man tag, Derek. Uh, Baron Corbin, Cesaro, Nakamura, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan, Otis, Chad Gable, and Big E. I thought this was a, a good match for people who I felt like should have been on the card for SmackDown. Did you? I, I, I don't care for these types of matches. Why do you not... We need a breakdown of why you don't like these. For one... Hold on. First, we got to shout out Malik. What's going on, Malik? What's up, Malik? For one, it's too much... It's it's chaos. It's so much chaos. It's chaos. It's sloppy. No one knows what they're supposed to be doing. 
people miss their spots. It, I, I can't. I just need a regular tag team match. And I feel like people aren't are getting their getting their time. You know, like you have eight man tag match. Because you want to cut tag matches. That's why they're not getting their time. I can't get on TV. That's how some of them feel. But I do like the fact that they've been keeping the pay-per-views to a, a limited like number of matches. Because it feels good that the show ended at 10 and now we can just do this review. And I'm not really like stressing about, oh, how much time is this going to take? You know what I mean? Like sometimes if you do those late night ones... It gets kind of in that weird situation. Very true. I mean, the late night ones were very rough. Um, just because, you know, we're we're already up all day waiting for the pay-per-view to start. And then when we watch the pay-per-view, we're, we're watching it for three to four hours. Yo, and please, for the love of everything, get rid of three-hour Raws and, like, 12-hour WrestleManias. And we'll be cool, WWE. Like, you'll earn, like, some cred with me, like... We'll be back like, all right, you're being cool again. Because <laughs> this stuff's got to go. More is not better. It's possible that they can redeem themselves. but Rockstar in the house was good, Rockstar. Um, but this was a good match. Lots of good action in this one. Each person had a story to tell. I feel like Baron Corbin and Daniel Bryan, I don't believe they're feuding. But it's just kind of, okay, it's there. We're doing stuff with it. Um, we also have Cesaro Nakamura. Uh, Chad Gable and Otis. I like that Gable and Otis have something to do now. Otis with money in the bank wasn't working, so they found something for him to do. And Sami Zayn and Big E has just been gold, in my opinion. Sami Zayn is one of the best comedic reliefs in WWE. Yes. Uh, Derek just laughed when he saw the man for the Sammy Awards when they showed the video <laughs> pack. He just laughed at how he looked. Yeah, he. I. I he. He was looking like. Uh, he was looking like he could have been. Like, uh, what, what's what's the what's the guy that that works in the circus? The ring, the ringmaster. <laughs> Terrible. I'm just saying, put a, put a tall hat on him. He he's a, he's a great showman. He's a he's a great wrestler too, but he's a great showman. Yeah, just think of how many people said Sami Zayn being a heel wouldn't work. I'm I'm one of those people who thought he should only be a babyface. He's so good at both that I'm disgusted with myself that I ever said that. Listen, I'm disgusted at the fact of where they have him. Right? Um, Malik Murray, let me see. First question is, I think, uh, I got a question. I think Big E needs to be serious and stop with the New Day coolers. Please be serious, Big E Langston. Um, it's, Big E gets the win in this match with the uh, big ending. I don't think Big E needs to be serious because I don't want him to, so your character changes because you're not around your friends now. I think you have to put Big E in a serious moment. Yeah. To where, like, things are funny for a while until it's like, all right, Biggie, um, I'm trying to think of something that would be a really, really great example. Like, John Cena's dad getting smacked or beat up uh, when Randy Orton punt kicked him or Edge slapped him across the face. That's time. Okay, now it's time to get serious. That's what I think we should do with Biggie. Yeah. And he also asks uh, about EC3 when he was in WWE. Should they have brought in the Million Dollar Championship and had Ted DiBiase as his manager? No. No. The million dollar title only works with DBIC, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it, I, it doesn't go with anybody else. Um, overall, though, we gave this match a B for a kickoff show match. I thought it was very well done. Usually, the kickoff matches are something that like pisses me off. Like if it's a twenty four seven stuff, yeah. I hate it. But this worked this time. It did. Um, even though I, I still don't care for six man, eight man, ten man, however you want to look at it, seven on seven. 
cluster fucks of tags. Pretty much. I I get it. It, I get, it. it, get, it just gets too too crowded. Too crowded. First, we open up with the WWE Championship match. We open up with a TLC match. We have AJ Styles taking on Drew McIntyre in AJ Styles' corner. His manager, the big bodyguard, uh, Omis. And by the way, you guys are probably wondering, you guys didn't talk about Survivor Series. How'd you feel about that? That show sucked. And I don't want to even like, uh, that was the worst show of the year, in my opinion. So this show had to redeem itself from that, in my opinion. So if you hear me like saying like, oh, I thought this was going to be bad, there's a reason for it. But AJ Styles with almost versus Drew McIntyre as a champion. Uh, it seems like Miz and uh, John Morrison were promised to get involved in this. Okay. So in the early on, Drew's pretty dominant. Uh, at one point, he tried to suplex a ladder on AJ Styles. He missed, thank goodness. Barely, too. And uh, AJ Styles puts him in a calf crusher using the ladder. During all of this, the match gets pretty brutal. They're going back and forth. I don't know why AJ always has to be in like these ladder matches and stuff. I don't think AJ needs to be doing this anymore. No. You, these two could have put on a wrestling match and it would have been fine. Right, yeah. I, I, I don't think this was... I don't think this match was necessary for that. AJ, does, AJ can put on great matches without added material facts um rockstar just asked us wrestlemania two nights again it hasn't been confirmed yet maybe i heard they liked it but we'll see if they do it two nights again um going back to this though eventually the miz comes out miz cashes in the money in the bank briefcase he is going to try to win this in a ladder match it's a smart move you don't have to pen drew uh, you're not worried about it. He brought this up on the pre-show at one point, one of those crappy interviews. I just happened to be listening during this time. <laughs> and uh, it, shout out to uh, Charlie Caruso for knowing the words to bring him out, bring him out, bring him out. <laughs> um, Miz comes out, though. He cashes in. Almost eventually stops the Miz, picks him up, throws him over. So here's the weird thing with him. I think he's got a great presence to him as the bodyguard. But I have a fear of um, what they're going to try to do with him. Like, he may get end up getting put into, like, that Diesel or Zeus type yeah. of role. Yeah, I, I, and, I was afraid of that, too. And right? rest in peace to Tiny Lister, too, by the way. I don't think we got to bring that up yet, but rest in peace to Zeus, uh, Debo. Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot, I forgot. That was a few days ago, though. I don't think we brought it up on the show, but rest in peace. Um, but I think he's going to wind up in that type of role. Good presence. I still don't know what he can do in the ring because he basically picked up Miz. Think of yourself like picking up a baby and then you just throw him over onto a table. That's what he did to the Miz. Morrison comes in and wraps a chair around his back. The chair breaks. It's into pieces. And he just turns around and he is pissed. Morrison is running to the back. That gets those two out of the way. So now that's left is AJ, Drew McIntyre, and the Miz. And then this turns into the there's two ladders, three guys. Uh-oh, dun, 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 dun. who's going to win? Back and forth, back and forth. Horrible logic. No, I don't think so. I They teased me in this to where I thought each guy could have won. In my mind, though, I'm thinking AJ can't win this, right? It just doesn't make sense. Drew and Sheamus is the story, so Drew has to be winning this. But they had me with The Miz. Once Miz got involved, I'm like, Miz could win this. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. And once I saw that, I said, whoever the two guys get knocked off the ladder, that's who's losing. And eventually it became down to AJ and Miz, and Drew knocked them both off. And what happens? Drew McIntyre pulls down the WWE Championship for him to retain the gold. 
I was surprised they did a cash in here. I wouldn't have done it here. No, I would have waited. Right. Uh, what do you think? Like Royal Rumble or just rest? Ah, see, see, I, I think a Raw. I think you would. You could have just used it to hype up a Raw to get you know yeah, pop yeah. a rating possibly. That's true. Yeah. I, they could have did something more here. Uh, Pro Wrestling Shoot. Jesse's coming in saying Miz was wa- Miz wasted this cash in. Uh, wasted opportunity on WWE's part. I think everybody knew Drew was going over in this one. Rockstar said, my nightmare is back. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Jocelyn, what's going on, Jocelyn? Thank you for joining us. He said, or excuse me, she said. Spanish. Jocelyn, I don't know why this man has to say that anytime you pop up. Uh, Be happy AJ didn't drop 30 feet to the ring this year. That is is a fact. We cannot have that. Yeah, no. Uh, Sean Harrington said, TLC matches were good, but uh, not much else to write home about. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into some of this here. Um, And if you guys are just joining us in the chat, do me a favor. Make sure you hit that like button for us. Hitting the like button helps us be shown across all of the YouTube platforms. Help us in the algorithms and help us show up when people maybe need a video suggested. Let's have everything pro wrestling in the top five. That's all I'm asking for. Top five. Not bad. Shoot for it. Like, don't make this a shirt. Please, for the love of God, don't make this a shirt. And you know what? Speaking of shoot for it, check out everything college basketball by uh, Josh Burton and Peyton Burton. Actually, I just did a little cameo ad for them. <clears throat> so when you guys listen to the podcast, you will hear me do an introduction for one of their segments. Um, but yeah, check them out. Thank you for the shoot for it. Don't do that, though. <laughs> Derek likes to make things a shirt and try to make things happen for himself here. And... Company credit card, can't afford it. So <laughs> it's a new year, new budget. All right? Let's get into the WWE SmackDown <laughs> Women's Championship match. We had uh, Bougie Carmella versus the boss, <laughs> Sasha Banks, here. Um. Oh, and Reginald was there. <laughs> Whatever this dude's name was. Yo, I could have swore they said his name was like Smoothie, but maybe we were thinking of Jesse. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. He, he definitely, definitely said... Some Somalier or Somalia, Somalier or Somalier. Yeah, they said something like Reginald that. Somalier. Or no, Somalier. I don't know. They, they definitely flipped his name like three times. We're like, yo, what's this man's name? Yeah, it was Reginald <laughs> Somalier, then Reginald Thomas. Listen, he's Carmela's bitch at this point, so I don't really yes. care. And that's no disrespect to the guy who's doing the performance. I'm just saying, as a character, this dude's Carmela's bitch. With the so. flutters. <laughs> Peace. Um,. <laughs> But he eventually comes out there, though, and intercepts Carmella, saves her, helps her do a pretty cool move. But this leads to Sasha Banks uh, beating him up. Carmella gets some near falls. Meteora on Reginald because why? He's Reginald. Um, After that, we get a bank statement by Sasha Banks. This wasn't a bad match. It was okay. Not mad at it. We gave this a C+. Bank statement, tap out for the dub. I actually like the new Carmella. I I, pre- I appreciate the new the new uh, gimmick. That's his job title, guys. Listen, I couldn't hear what his job title was because I don't remember them mentioning it unless it's just me not paying attention. Which how could you blame me? They did the same segment twice back to back on SmackDown. Um, whatever. I didn't I, I didn't know his name was Reginald till tonight either. Truthfully, uh, I forgot what the heck his last name was. Uh, it was something basic, wasn't it? Thomas. Reginald Thomas, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Reginald Thomas. The fuck? Send him back to NXT so he could be a wrestler, damn it. Oh, he was on NXT? He, he got signed by the Performance Center, I believe. I saw him mm-hmm. in one of those pictures, and then they called this dude up. 
Hopefully, he's got more to offer than this, but I think this is one of those things that they hope you don't remember down the line. Oh, we're going to remember it. Nah, yeah. Ricky Starks was on a bunch of times getting beat up by Ryback. No one remembers. Ricky. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I did not Spanish. Mean, I did not mean to say that. Um, let's see here. Uh, Sasha won. This is the way. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Malik says, do you think WWE need to merge the women's division and merge the tag division? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. That simple. Yeah. Uh, Sasha's new name is Casca Reeves. Whatever that means, Jordan, you're going to have to uh, update me on that. I'm out of the loop with a lot of wrestling this week. Like I've been trying to catch up. By the way, in the description box, we do have voting going on right now for the EPW 2020 Award Show. We will be recording that podcast, me and Rob, like we do every year. Get those votes in. I think we're in the triple digits, so... Let's get those votes in. Send it to your friends and everything else. We need, I want as many people, fans of different promotions to vote on this and try to vote as honestly as you can because I want real results. Who was the best of 2020? So let us know down below. We've got 10 categories. Make your vote in that one. Make it count each time. Yep. Let's make it happen, people. C plus for that match. The Raw Tag Team Championship match was next. We had The Hurt Business. I don't know why I always think Baby Shark's going to start it when I hear their theme in the beginning. It, it sounds like it. Shark, do, do, it sounds do, do, like do, do. it, honestly. <laughs> uh, see, and Becky Lynch was a rosebud. People are going to forget this stuff. That was, thank you, Robert. Good point as well. She was a rosebud at one point. So was Elias. Like, you don't remember their little roles like that for a, a little bit, too. Alright. So, um, I'm trying to see if anybody uh... <laughs> Oh, they're going in in the chat about something else. Star Wars, CJ, a.k.a. The Mandalorian. Bro, I don't have time for Netflix. If you want to come over and help me out with The Intern, please feel free, and I'll watch all the Netflix you want me to, bro. <laughs> that, that, that ain't happening right now. But we've got a tag team championship match to talk about. The Hurt Business with MVP versus The New Day. Uh, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods in this one. Uh, it sucks not seeing Big E with them because they were at a pay-per-view. I don't know. You can't do it, but then yeah. you want to mix it, then you do. Blah, blah, blah. It gets into what the chat was just talking about with brand splits. We'll probably get into that towards the end. Um, this was a solid match. I really don't want to get into all of the great moves that were in here. You know what New Day does. You know what the Hurt Business does. We've seen this match on Raw several times. I'm coming back to this probably as a problem later if it gets brought up. Oh, it's going to be. We've seen this match a bunch of times. It's been really good. It's probably been one of the better things to watch on Monday Night Raw. I agree. Um, when I do watch Monday Night Raw, and I will say the past two weeks, we have not really fully watched Monday Night Raw. We watched football instead. Um, solid match here. But I want to really get into the ending because that's where the nooks and crannies in this one lie. And it comes down to uh, people being in the ring. They they catch people with some moves. I think Xavier Woods is on the floor. Kofi's in the ring. He's been beaten down pretty badly. Uh, Cedric's on the rope just trying to get himself up. MVP's telling him to get up. And Shelton's down, kind of waiting. I don't know if he's going for the pay dirt or whatever. He's looking like he's setting up for a finisher. And Cedric tags in. And it seemed kind of odd because Shelton had it won. Right. And he tags in. Lumbar check to Kofi's back. Or rat-a-tat-tat. That back shattered. One, two, three. New tag team champs. 
Uh, I told you before, Derek, I predicted this happening. The New Day just don't need the belts at this point. The New Day's in a real weird position because they're like over, but at the same time, you don't need these. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The, um, their position has already been solidified. So give them something else to do for a little bit or scale them back just for a little bit. Because um, there, there's no need for it. I heard that crack. <sighs> I heard that elbow crack. Uh, B-Boy Skyline said, New Day is not the same. Uh, Sean Harrington, I don't know what the throw emoji is for. I'm assuming it's what was mentioned before. Uh, And we'll get into that. No, Lara, what is going on? Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, Let's see here. I got a question. Do you think New Day should turn heel and have a new look uh, and a new theme song because their gimmick is getting old? I'm going I'm to defer this to you. New Day, what do you think of them in totality? Are they boring to you? Are you sick of the gimmick? I think I think the gimmick can use uh, use a refresher. Uh, I'm not sick of them. I, I, think it, I think it could be time for them to go heel because they've been faces for God knows how long. I would say go heel just because Biggie was like the... Technically, he was like the voice of reason, to keep them together and everything. Not not to say like neither like the other like Kofi or um, Woods Woods uh, weren't doing the same thing, but Big E was just kind of like the centerpiece. And now that they had the brand split and moved Big E to the other side, I, I feel like I feel like they should they should feel really salty about that. See, now I got to get in on this. Sean Harrington said, ooh, I said that S. Sorry for the sharpness there. Uh, Sean Harrington said, how are they over? What scale tells you they are still over? The fake noise WWE uses? No, um, I think that Kofi Kingston did a great job at WrestleMania 35. And I think it really shows how much of um, the younger audience likes New Day, in my opinion. Uh, They are big believers in it. Xavier Woods just got uh, a job promotion. I don't know if you want to call it a promotion to G4. Xavier Woods gets to keep his YouTube channel. You know why? Xavier Woods probably has that fuck you ability similar to a Randy Orton. If Drew McIntyre was streaming, uh, if Roman Reigns was streaming on Twitch, do you think they would have told him to shut his Twitch down? Nah, because Roman could have said, fuck off, go sign someone else. Sorry for the explicit language. This isn't for children, though. Oh, but it's going to be a lot more. <laughs> chill. Chill. Um, but to me, it that's just what it is. Do I think New Day needs to turn heel? I don't think it's going to work because every time they turn New Day heel, people cheer them. And they want them back. Uh, merch sales, guys. Rob knows. Agreed. Uh, pancakes. These dudes were throwing pancakes out their tights and people were eating them. Yeah, filthy McNasties. Um... New Days were heels in 2015. It didn't work. <laughs> Trust. Uh, they were over is what I'm saying. They were People wanted to cheer them. Up, up, down, down. Yes. Uh, Xavier Woods has the power for the gaming. He's good at it, man. That's why he's getting to be a host on G4. I didn't even know that was back. I didn't know it was back either. Uh, we gave that a C plus, but I'm more interested in the Hurt Business story. Why did that happen with Shelton? What is this leading to? Is Shelton getting booted out? I wouldn't be mad at it. But who do you put in? Ricochet? 
don't know, but he's got some retribution crap going on. Yeah. I don't know. I got to think about this more. We'll have to see how this develops on Monday Night Raw if you watch that. Yeah. Um, someone let me know what happens. <laughs> WWE Women's Tag Titles. We had Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and a mystery partner. This man is just disappointed with certain matches tonight. Just be ready for it. Um, <laughs> I'm old and I still love the New Day. Me too, Jesse. Me too. Um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, tag team champions versus Asuka, the mystery partner. Derek, who was the mystery partner? Come on. You sent me videos all week with her daddy. <laughs> Wooing, chopping people. Ah. <sighs> Good old Charlotte Flair. Derek's favorite. Never. <laughs> Ace. Woo! <laughs> Charlotte Flair has made her return back to WWE. I would have predicted this a mile away because she's been gone for far too long. Uh, shout out to all the internet websites that I saw after the fact tried to spoil this for people. Like, seriously? Let it go, guys. Let, let, let something be a surprise. But whatever. That's their job, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, Charlotte comes out. Charlotte looks different. We kept saying that throughout this match. Yes, she definitely looked. As soon as, soon as I saw her face, I knew something was different. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I know something is definitely different with her face. Yeah, if somebody notices what was different about Charlotte, I felt the same way. Like, something was different about her. I don't know what it is. Maybe she just used different eyeshadow. I could not figure it out, but something looked different about Charlotte tonight. Yeah, it was a definite different look to her. Derek, the queen has returned. Be happy, man. She's the best. Derek does not feel that way. Not at all. Actually, who's your favorite uh, women's wrestler, would you say, in WWE? Asuka. Okay. I respect it. I, and I love Asuka, too. Um, I'm Sasha. I'm a Sasha Banks guy, honestly. Um, PR Nightmare, Bill's going 0-5. AFC Champions of the East, baby. Chill out with that. Let us enjoy our time right now. Basking in the glory. Don't. So, <laughs> I already know he's about to say something smart. So, in this match, Asuka is the one taking the beat down for most of it. Nia and Shayna, they were reluctant partners at first. So, it feels weird that's going to, like, a face team of reluctant partners. I don't know. I... We had established tag teams and we broke them up so they can go on different brands to put them in tag teams. Yeah. Whatever. So Charlotte gets the hot tag. She hits her moonsault. Um, still definitely looks weird when she hits it. I don't know what it is. It's like perfect and until the landing happens and then she's just like, nope. Yeah. Um, but Charlotte hits the moonsault. Charlotte looked all right in this matchup. A little ring rust, but not too bad. It, it was expected with some time off with this. Uh, eventually, though, she sets up for the figure eight. Nia pulls her out. Shayna then looks kind of weird, like what happened? Puts her in the Carafuda clutch. Charlotte rolls out of it. She's looking back after she lets it go. What happened? Natural selection. Look kind of uh, But one, two, three. Charlotte and Asuka are your new women's tag team champions. Asuka is holding all the gold right now on Raw. Two Bell Asuka? Two Bell Asuka is back, baby. Uh, Charlotte. First time women's tag team champion, too. Always in the mix, bro. Always in the mix. Um, I could do it without it. This is true. I gave this a C+. Plus. I, it wasn't bad, per se, because, I, like I told you, I think Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, they work really well with Asuka. Yeah. So, 
no issues in with the match well, overall. Well, Nia Jackson got no cho- no other choice but to work well with Oscar. Maurice Cunningham, what's good? Thank you for joining us, Maurice. Appreciate you. Uh, he has his opinion on where it was. Uh, I'm not repeating that. Uh, some people are saying Fudge Charlotte. All right. Uh, that's fair. Both are great, but they are not Charlotte. <laughs> Grand Slam champion. Uh, no, you are right. Both Sasha and Asuka look like they are actually... Whoa, can I... <laughs> Caught myself there. Almost <laughs> read that comment. We, we can't say that on air. Uh, get rid of the women's tag team title. I always said to never have it like... When I was doing weekly Raw reviews, what was I thinking? Uh, I said what that they should... What were we thinking? Facts. I don't know, man. We were lost with that. I, I just said they shouldn't have did it. If you're not going to have meaning behind it, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, USA wants Raw to be more adult content. We'll see. I've heard that for years. Please. Uh, let's see. Rob says, this made sense because Nia put Charlotte out months ago in ring rust. Uh, she was brought down by her opponent's experience level, LOL. But when they worked with Asuka, it was fine. I can't I can't explain the uh, the mystery behind it. And Shayna Baszler is a phenomenal. Like, if you've seen Shayna's run in NXT, she was great. So I, I'm not putting any blame on Shayna for that. No. Um, next, we get a backstage segment with Sami Zayn, Big E, and our truth This is just the hype up. The match that we will later on talk about. We are going to have ourselves a merry old Christmas coming up here. And Big E is getting an intercontinental title shot against Sami Zayn. I don't like this. Why, sir? Because you split up the New Day to give Big E a main card run. He's Not, been an Intercontinental Champ, too, by the way. I don't know if you were watching back then, but he was an inter- when he was with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, no, was- I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. But I, but I, I feel he is above that now. I agree. I agree. But you're gonna, still going to keep him as a mid-card? So here's what I'm thinking, though. Maybe they do, like, a, a title unification match. Maybe you get, like, Hogan Warrior vibes with him and Roman. Because here's my thing. I'm going to keep saying this. If it's not the Rock at WrestleMania... It's got to be Big E. It has to be Big E. Uh, I don't know if you guys feel there's someone else who could be put in the match. Goldberg? Fuck Ooh. that shit. I don't want to see it. I'm being honest. Fuck no. that. No. We're not doing that. That's, I think this is the most F-bombs I've ever dropped on the show, but fuck that match, bro. <laughs> like, it's going to be two moves and that's it. Roman's been so great as a character that I just don't want to see spears, suplexes, and jackhammers because we don't know which one we're going to get. What jackhammer? That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a suplex. I don't know. I just don't want to see that. Yeah, I, I definitely don't want to see that. Uh, let's see. Sean Harrington says, This news bit has been going around every December for the last four years. <laughs> this is true, Sean. It's always happening. Sean says it's Goldberg. I, I hope not. Uh, Pro Wrestling Shoot brought up Owens. I thought Owens did a good job in his match here, which that's the next match we're actually about to get into. So let's get into it, Derek. Right. WWE Universal title match. We had Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. Um, Kevin Owens with the sneak attack in the beginning of the matchup here, as you wrote down. Uh, he eventually ends up hitting a frog splash on the outside of the ring on Roman. Uh, Jay Uso also tried to sneak Kevin in the beginning, and he gets beat with a chair. 
I, I like Kevin Owens. I thought he did really good here. I think during this time, if WWE has not realized that Kevin Owens can excel when you put him in the right situations to win, then yes. they're foolish at this point. Like, yeah, because uh, any any time that he, if like you said, if you put him in the right situation, he always excels. This match was definitely my my match of the night. Mm. This was my match of the night. Okay. For for. For for good reasons. <laughs> Sean Harry just said, "Slap a last name on Biggie." I fully support Biggie Langston. Too hard for Vince to remember, I guess. They're just going with Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> um. So afterwards, Roman hits a huge drive by on Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin hits a stunner. Kevin hits a pop up power bomb on the announce table. He also uh, hit a pretty big one through the uh, regular table too. That, that, that one was... That's what cut Roman's back up in his uh, elbow. Yes. Shout out to Roman Reigns, too. This is what I'm talking about. Would some of your other favorite top stars let that shit happen to them? Hell no. This is why I always like Roman. Yeah. That's just me, though. No, but but, it, but it's facts, though. Because it, if this... Like like you always say, if this were John Cena... Yo, yo, yo. I didn't name names. But I'm yeah. naming them. Okay. I hate John Cena. All right. John Cena's ass. He sucks. Time out. He does not sell 03, for 03, anybody. 03 Cena was great. What? When he was rapping. Garbage. Yo, yo, yo. Chill. I like Cena back then. He just turned on me in like 05. But yeah, that's a great point though. Like I feel like this, this match wouldn't have been the same with Cena. But he did start helping people towards the end, kind of. I don't know. But eventually. Who he chose. Yeah, this is true. Owens goes to the outside. Roman goes for a spear. Misses, bro. Jay Uso's buried. Paul Heyman, I don't know what the hell he does on the outside, but he's just circling looking like... Looking like a creeper. <laughs> like, Paul, what are you doing? I, I thought he, he was going to get involved in this. That, that's what I thought. Like, when he... when I thought he was going to get involved when... Um, after Roman got put through the table and rolled out of the ring. All you saw him doing was, like, creeping around the corner. I'm like... Are you getting in the ring or like what are you doing? <laughs> like, Yo, and and in this match, here's another weird thing about ladder matches and TLC matches in general. Kevin Owens could have ripped that Velcro piece of shit belt down mad times. I'm like, bro, you're right there. Right. You're right there. Just pull it. <laughs> but it didn't happen. Uh at one point, Roman actually ends up like Superman punching him in his <laughs> in his beef. He just punches him, low blows him. And then he uh, ends up choking him out across the ladder. And that's eventually how he gets his win. Roman had a lot of help from the family. And uh, they keep their spot at the table if they want to eat. I like this gimmick. It just reminds me of my family's ever on Family Feud. <laughs> you want to be in this family? <laughs> you better win. <laughs> you better get it right. But he chokes out. I-, I love Roman's character right now. Roman's character is the best thing in WWE. Period. Like, if you think otherwise... Cool, but this has to be up there as one of the best things. This, this is the best. Um, this this is by far like the best storyline. You're you're turning around on it more. No, you're still yo. You just want <laughs> no. to hate, bro. Roman is. I good. don't like Roman. When the Rock comes out, this man would lose it. If this match happens with Rock and Roman, <laughs> just remember, I'm gonna. Derek already has the first line that he's gonna say. We won't spoil that. <laughs> we'll save it because we don't know if it's going to even happen. Um, let's get back into some of these, though. Uh, who do you think is going to be the one to help KO against Roman's family? I think 
KO's done yeah. for right now. I think this ass whooping was enough. The only he may get another rumble shot, but I don't see anybody helping him. No, uh, no, nobody right now. Nobody right now. Uh, whatever title Roman has is the title. If you haven't been listening, uh, let me see here. Cena, I lost it. Hold on, got to go to the phone here. Uh, is the title Cena's old spinning belt? He will say that's the belt because he has it. Uh, Kevin Owens needs to win the Rumble, Rockstar says. Uh, I got a question, bro. Hold up. John Cena uh, made that United States Championship great. I respect John Cena. I, like I said, I like Cena from like when he when he first started the rapping gimmick till about 04, 05. And then things got weird. We'll save that for another podcast because we could do a whole show about what happened with John Cena and why we stopped liking him. I know. Why we stopped liking him? Never liked him from the beginning. Well, you never did. Yeah. <laughs> that's because that's I was whooping that ass on Here Comes the Pain with him. <laughs> that was my boy. Nah. <laughs> um, let me see here. You know you had the Word Life album in heavy rotation in the Corolla back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Rob. I never had that CD in there. Um, let me see here. Cena's U.S. title run was used to put over Del Rio. That title run was a waste and just saw Cena run through indie favorites. Uh, Pro Wrestling Shoe Set, like I said, it's either the Usos, Owens, Rock, or Big E. Jesse thinks that Jay Uso could win the Royal Rumble. Is Jay Uso's story important enough to you to win it? I don't see it. No. I think the Usos end up uh, becoming like that dominant tag team again on SmackDown. And you could eventually have them maybe feud with the Street Profits. I think they're the ones who take the belts from the Street Profits. I would, yeah, I would see that. That's the only team I feel like that could at this point, seriously. Yeah. Despite the fact that Rude and Dolph Ziggler had a pretty decent match with them this week. Yeah. Eh, it's the only thing that I think makes sense as far as the Usos go. Uh, let's see here. Still hate that Superman punch. The Superman punch was good. I always love when him and Kevin Owens wrestle because of the pop-up punch, uh, powerbomb into the Superman punch. Shit looks dope to me. Uh, and Malik Murray says, do you think that Roman Reigns should bring back the World Heavyweight Championship instead? And should Owens go back down to NXT? Deferring to Derek again. Um, did you like the big gold belt better than, uh, yeah. the blue? Yeah. The, the old WCW belt? Yeah. I like that. And no to Kevin Owens. Okay. So keep him up here. He's good. Yeah. I, 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 At one point, I heard a, he just said something about there was a rumor that he was going to go back down to NXT when he showed up for that War Games match the one time. But then they scrapped the plans, I guess. And he said because he said it was cool if he would have went to NXT UK, wrestled some people. I, I I think if you do a crossover, yes. But I think them showing up once in a while doesn't hurt. Yeah. If you do that, but as far as putting them, sending them back down there, no, I wouldn't do that. Uh, PR Nightmare said Jimmy's supposed to be back in January with an update. That would be dope to have them come back by then. Uh, let's see. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at the Rumble. I would be down with that because Daniel Bryan's probably the only other person besides Big E that I could see beating Roman, and I would be cool with it. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going to do that for Bryan because he's on his uh, last, yeah. last thing here. Uh, Rob says Superman punch over the orange punch. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Uh, I like them both, to be truthful. Um, Royal Rumble, we find out, is happening January 31st. Uh, my birthday is the next week. Damn, I'm getting old. Right there with me, bro. El Terrible. Um, yeah, so SmackDown. Oh, you did write it down. You actually took good notes so far today. Uh, Sammy versus Big E for the title for the Christmas show. No, I will not be reviewing that live. <laughs> I will be in the Facebook group, if anything, to talk about it. 
Let's get into uh, The Fiend, Randy Orton, the Firefly Inferno match, if you will. Um, yeah. What's the matter? What's the matter here? <laughs> Derek's first... Derek took notes for this. I can't... I would turn this around, but <laughs> I can't even let you see the obscenities that are on this. Derek said, why is Randy Orton wearing clothes and where is the fire in the beginning of this match? Go ahead. I'll let you have at it with this. Listen. Okay. So, Derek is a huge Fiend fan, by the way. So, anything that happens from this point is probably a little biased. <laughs> There's going to be a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> probably more than a little, but it's going to be a lot. All right. So, the Inferno match. We haven't seen an Inferno match since and the Wyatt family versus Kane. Ring of Fire. Oh, good call. Good call. Yeah. That's the last time we saw that match. It was Ring of Fire, but we know, Inferno. Yeah. Um, so, object is, you set your opponent on fire, you win the match. Fire. Lottie, lottie, lottie. Okay. Randy Orton comes out in a full hoodie, jeans, with a black belt. Was it jeans or was it sweatpants? I don't remember. He had pants. It was, it it was jeans. Like well, probably like the jeggings, uh, so so he can move around. Um, and I only know that because he, he had a belt on. This is true. Okay. Um. So my first question was, why is Randy wearing clothes? <laughs> why is he wearing clothes? This match was sponsored by Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> Let me show you something. <laughs> um. I mean, you set any part of part of the body on fire. I mean, the man had boots, so I, I would assume that would be okay. Jocelyn's husband is watching. What's going on, Jocelyn's husband? Shout out to you, bro. I'm sorry for the laughter of this. <laughs> this Firefly Inferno match was just funny to me a little bit. Yeah, it it, it well, yeah. So we get we get past that, you know. The then Bing comes out. He comes out. Uh, he had a nice little strut to him coming out, bro. Like this was like. I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm ready to, like, give you the business right now. I had enough for you. Okay? Cool. My next question was, where's the stuff for the in, the Inferno? You're like, I see no fire. It looked like, like a regular match in the beginning. Right. Oh, wait. Let me let me backtrack. When the Fiend got in, in the... I will say, Bruce Pritchard, you were the man for the great visuals. If he produces. I think if, he if, did. If he did this... The visuals were on point. Very. Now, speed forward. That was bit. actually your next thing. Uh, great visuals. Uh, we brought up the Freddy Cougar belt thing to be next. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know why we brought up the fact of when Freddy Cougar, they showed like his backstory, one of the old Nightmare on Elm Streets. Right. And he was getting beat by his father who would drink every night. Sorry, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, catch up. You should have seen that. Uh, he brings out, like, these old, like, I don't even know what to call it, like, razor straps, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why he yeah, would have the, those. The, the old barber razor straps. Yeah. And he, he was just whipping the Randy Orton with that, and then he gets one. <laughs> I don't know. It looked a little limpy, so that it was probably lit with something. Right. <laughs> he puts it on fire to, yeah. like, beat him. And and then, you know, we were just making jokes, like, oh, I'm going to smack fire out you, boy. Right. <laughs> I'm going to smack fire out your ass. Smack fire out your ass. So we had that. Then we had another belt. Um, then we had the pickaxe. 
I was like, oh. Yo, they, they were starting to trip a little bit in this. <laughs> I'm like, pickaxe? All right. Then we got, um, we had the uh, the rocking chair. He pulled out the rocking chair. Yo, that, that visual was dope. Yeah, because it also brings you back to, I went to WrestleMania 33, still have never reviewed the show. One day in the archives, hopefully, when I get back to doing some uh, classic reviews, we can go through that. They go to the uh, scene of Orton being in the rocket chair. And if you remember, he burnt down uh, the Wyatt compound, that house that they had at one point when he joined the Wyatt family. And eventually he was sitting in the same chair when they were playing hide and seek that he beat up Bray in. So the Fiend puts him in the chair, douses the chair with gasoline and leads a little trail to it, drops a lighter down and tries to light him up. And Orton just gets away in time. They really took advantage of no fans being in here that yeah. you could do a bunch of cool different things. Yes, the way that they did, they lit up the Inferno match. That was like, that was beautiful. Shout out to Rob too said the same thing because you'd rather have second degree burns versus third degree. I said the same thing to him. Nah, it's an Inferno match, bro. <laughs> nah, you can't go out there, but like, yeah, I'm a wrestling my wrestling tights. He got boots on. Bro, you could, <laughs> he ain't gonna be trying to flip this man over. Give me that lace. <laughs> Let me burn you. <laughs> nah, bro. Oh, man. He this, at least could have put a shirt on. This was a Jeremy Borash and Michael P.S. Hayes production, Sean said. <laughs> it could have been them, too. Yeah, Papa. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Um, you guys are wild tonight. I love it. Uh, so the rocket chair gets set on fire. I actually like the way that he walked past the chair and just kind of like. Flicked it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was dope. See, like, little nuances for me really go a long way. I love the fact... I love horror movies, by the way. And it's a cool thing just to see what he does in yeah, these matches. It, like that, That's something that I would expect him to do in a horror movie. Like, set everything on fire. He'll just walk past like it's nothing. I feel like Bray's a big fan of them, too. Because for him to have this character this down when he came into it and Vince loved it like yeah this will be great because yeah. he brought up what you could do with the character and so many things Bray's got a lot of uh, how do I want to say this equity kind of on his side yeah. he doesn't need to wrestle a lot and he can show up for the big matches and moments right exactly um, I definitely appreciate that uh, Randy would be engulfed with the amount of uh, body oil he uses when, <laughs> if he was in his trucks that's his problem <laughs> Anybody tell him to come outside with buttercream? <laughs> Bust a coconut over my kneecaps. Right. Like, <laughs> anybody tell him to come out glistening? Hello, Cool J. <laughs> right. Dude, glistening. You can slide that man down the whole ramp. He still won't have a mark on his body. Uh-oh. And uh, Rockstar, Rockstar basically jumps towards the end here uh, with all of this. All right. So now. There's a Uranagi. There, Uranagi. Definitely. You're a knight. I love that move. That is a great move. And it was cool, too, to see the flames go up on every big move. Like, the flames were getting bigger. If you yeah. ever played, like, the old SmackDown versus Raw games and did the Inferno matches, it was similar to that. Yeah. Now, here's where you fucking lost me. Because <laughs> his favorite lost. <laughs> you fucking lost me with this. So, you have Randy, because he won that match at the compound, right? He won that match. Oh, you we're talking about the uh what the hell was that called? The House of Horrors match. Yes, yeah. He, he won the House of Horrors match, right? I think so. Okay. So you technically you have Bray Wyatt on this get back tour of everybody that's fucked him 
and ruined his character, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Randy Orton punted Husky Harris, by the way. He did. I think so, yeah. He did. So, you get to the part where Bray Wyatt is set on fire. Now, remind me. Rewind that back. Did they not say, when you are set on fire, you lose the match? Correct. Why did it still go on? Well, that's it's the WWE, so the... You know, the villains have to get some heat. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> so, they were fighting on the outside, Randy and Bray, and they were, like, jostling with each other. Yeah. And didn't The Fiend, like, happen to catch on fire? Like, Randy pushed him into it a little Randy, bit? Randy pushed him into it. He got it on his back and, you know, a little bit on his back. By the way, The Fiend wrestled this match in his leather jacket <laughs> the whole time, too. Which is why I don't understand why he had that on. He had a full body suit on, They're bro. Trying to protect himself. Uh, nah, bro. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, so now we get to. Now we get to the real. <laughs> the fiend's on fire. Randy skedaddles in the ring. Right. Fiend chases him. Why wasn't the bell told? The rung. <laughs> told rung. However you want to look at it. Why did it not go off? Bell only tolls when the dead man's around, bro. Well, he's gone, so somebody else... So what happened? He hit him with an RKO when he got in, right? Yeah, hit him with an RKO, laid out flat. The fire magically went out, though, right? It it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fire went off of his back. So who who put that out? Maybe it was just an act of natural Bullshit. (laughs) So now you have Randy rolling the fiend over. Destroy everyone in one RKO knocks him out. <laughs> so you have him roll him over. Randy is the smoothest man I know, grabbing anything, doing anything, period. The man gets into into the ring. Douses gasoline around him like a a snow angel. <laughs> like like he's like drawing him, like he's tracing him. I'm yeah. like, okay, Randy, I, I get it. He goes. Oh. To, he goes to get a match from the outside. One what, of the, one by might I add that was just fucking going out like it was nothing. I, bring me a match that goes out like that. I've never seen that. So he lights it and then he drops it down and the fiend is engulfed in flames in the middle of the ring. What fiend? What? No. Because if you look close. Work with me. No, I'm not. Work with no, me. No, bro. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> We're not going to spoil this no. for the people watching who no. don't understand this. No, 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 no. no. I, I don't care. We're not doing this, bro. So you light the fiend on fire. A.K.A. a crash dummy. That's exactly what that was. That was a crash dummy that was in the ring. Nah, bro. <laughs> we nah. don't know that. Nah, you go back and pause it. That's a crash dummy. Bruce, where'd you get that fiend? From Fiends R Us. Don't <laughs> ask. <laughs> Listen, why do we even still have the fiend? Why do we still have Bray Wyatt? I don't think this is it, though. So, the, so but, but this this ruins the Get Back Tour. Not yet. Not necessarily. So you think they're gonna they're gonna wrestle again? Yes. When? Let me explain. Bullshit. Let me explain. Oh, my God. First off, grade for this match. F. I I gave no, it an fuck, A-. Fuck minus. that. It's an F. I gave it an A-. It's minus. an F. A- actually, 
It's an F. I'm giving it an A minus for the effort. I I was thoroughly entertained. It was an A minus until they started getting to the fuckery. Derek, which caused it to be an F. Remember what I said about bias, folks. <laughs> it's this is the bias oh. I'm talking about. So they burnt up uh the fiend. No more fiends. So PR Nightmare says, How do you go back about uh this BS now? No more fiend? That's not what I think at all. I think with this, The Fiend is going to make a comeback still, but I think they're giving him the role of The Undertaker. So if you remember how matches were built with The Undertaker, it was, let's use Randy Orton and Undertaker from 2005 going into six. I don't remember what the years were, but they, they feuded with each other uh, way back in the day. Okay. And it was The Undertaker gets lit on fire. He gets burnt up. You know damn well, now The Fiend's going to spook him. Anytime he's in the ring, they're going to mess with him. The Fiend is going to come back and challenge him to a match. What kind of match? I don't know. Does this mean The Fiend's going to be in the Royal Rumble? I don't think so. I think The Fiend may cost Randy Orton his spot in the Rumble. Randy Orton's won two Rumbles. He's looking for his third because he wants to be the WWE Champion and challenge Drew again. Boom. The Fiend could cost him that. I don't think this is leading to a WrestleMania match. I hope Orton and him aren't the Mania match. Because I feel like then, once it's time for that to happen, Edge will be back afterwards, too. So I think The Fiend will get his revenge. Here comes Edge to stop Randy Orton one last time. And then we can all move on from this. I think The Fiend's going to be all right. I don't know who The Fiend's facing yet, though, at Mania. They've got to have an idea already, though, in my mind. I, I, I think he's going to be fine from this. He's going to beat him. He's going to face anybody. Who's he going to face? He's not. He's not challenging any for the title or anything. What you? What, what the fuck? You challenging? Who are you going to wrestle? I can't even talk right now. <laughs> we are grading on a curve. <laughs> Sean said. I thought it is a curve. See, here's the weird thing. How can you really have a bad TLC match? And this match was cinematic, by the way, without it being cinematic. Like it wasn't in one of those different settings like we're used to. So the it, set the setting was great. It was great. The Fiend versus Kane. <laughs> Rockstar, don't hurt Derek's feelings. Please, I my Vince Vince has. Uh, listen, listen. Creative and Vince have royally, royally. What did they royally do? I don't even think they even royally fucked me. They they, they disrespected fucked me. <laughs> you know what, though? If The Fiend really did get burnt up, you know what he's going to need? Manscaped. Now, if you guys go to manscaped.com and use our promo code EPWSHOW, if you've got the itchies and scratchies, the burning sensations like The Fiend does right now, you guys can get the Lawnmower 3.0 and trim all of those loose hairs that are still there. And it makes a great gift. Now, if you're getting one of those late Christmas gifts, because I think it's a little too late now to be trying to get this, you guys can get this bad boy, throw it in someone's stocking before they realize it's a new year, and you guys can get yourselves the Lawnmower 3.0. Well worth it. Well worth it. And last but not least, guys, don't forget, we also have the gift of powerslam.tv. You can tell someone to try the promo code EPW Show free for one month. Tell your friends, tell them all that we have that to offer. Um, and I guess really quickly, the, the overall grade we're giving this show, we went with a B minus for the overall grade. The TLC matches were great, and I liked the Firefly Inferno match, but everything else was okay. Yes. Not bad. Better than that shit show Survivor Series, but it was okay. So, 
solid, I think, is what I'll say for this show. Much better than what we were getting previously. Yes. Not mad at it. Really quickly, though, uh, to the chat, let's let's just talk these ratings real quick. And if you guys have some quick things to say, I'll try to read them off. But, dude, what are we going to say uh, about these Raw ratings? What does Raw need to do, in your opinion? Not even Raw. What does WWE need to do to get you invested back in? Like you feel for AEW right now. Like, can WWE still pull you back in? They can if they do. If they if if create if creative can get back to what they were doing before, you know. It, it, and I'm not talking about like the Attitude Era. I I like substance. Okay, I like substance. WWE doesn't have any kind of substance for me right now. Fuck three hour Raws. Fuck those repeat ass matches we get every single week. I dude. I'd rather watch Monday Night Football with terrible teams in there than to watch repeat matches again yes. and again and again. And then at the pay-per-view, you're like, it's again. Yeah. It's not developing shit. These aren't storylines. Like, it just doesn't have that energy like it used to. It just no. feels kind of like, go out there, let's do this, come on. Right, exactly. Like, And then, like, like for example, like Matt Riddle, you just have him just doing anything. Yeah. Like I need, I need substance for him. Like keep his gimmick, but give him a story. Like you had to, you had him and AJ, or no, not him and AJ. Who was it? Him and Baron Corbin for a, a short amount of time. It wasn't enough for me to be invested in it. Yeah, I, you. They don't have a mid card. There's just either you care about them or you don't. Yeah. Like thank goodness, like New Day, some way somehow they got. And Vince is like good graces enough that it's like, okay, you guys are cool. Right. Drew McIntyre's back. He got pushed. Brock Lesnar's one of the guys. Roman Reigns. We thought Keith Lee would be. I don't know where he stands right now. Uh, AJ's another one who Vince likes. But Brian, Daniel Bryan has proven himself, I think, to Vince that he likes him. But what about the guys in the middle? Where's the Drew Gulaks? Where's uh, Matt Riddle? Right. Elias. Like, these guys don't mean shit. You gotta give them something to do, right? And then when Cesaro, have, Nakamura, right. Chad Gable, Otis, we can go on and on with the names, right? And when you have when you have them on on the roster and they're not doing anything, then what's the point of having them there? Like you 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 have them there just to fill the void, but you're not filling the void. You're just buying time, just to trying to distract away from what you're not doing. Right? Uh, Rockstar says he's giving the show a B+. Plus. Um, Malik's asking about should Big E bring back the uh, five-count theme if he comes back. No, I'll let Big E rock with his new one. He's all right. I'm cool with that. Uh, you're being generous. That gets a 5.5 from me. Vince needs to step down is all that I want, Rockstar said. Vince is a big problem with all of this. When he, doesn't, you... he doesn't even have to step down. Just let them do what they're going to do. He's not, though. He's never done that. Here, here's the thing. Vince is in a tough position, too, because sometimes these things have to be explained. And I didn't think we were going to get this deep on this, but three-hour Raws. Vince does not like three-hour Raws. He said it. He said the perfect wrestling show is an hour and a half. That's it. The problem is when you're in a corporation, this is how he has all the money to spend because he's not spending. He's spending the stockholders' money. He's not spending his own money anymore. So Vince is a CEO. The CEO's job is, think of WWE as a person, let's just say. It's an entity all on its own. 
It's not Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is not WWE. WWE is its own person. In uh, business quote speak. And Vince McMahon has to do the right thing as the CEO. If you don't do the right thing as the CEO of a company, guess what happens? They vote your ass out. And Vince was turning down hundreds and thousands of dollars times 52 weeks per year for that third hour. And eventually it reached a point to where he's like, yo, I can't tell these people no anymore. I can't tell these people no anymore. So that's why Ross three hours. They've just got themselves into like a, 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 a weird, like shitty situation that they really can't get out of. But as far as matches go, you don't have to book the same matches every week like this. You don't have to do that. No, because even like even before COVID even happened, you were like you were still getting the same kind of shit. Like it was still like same match, same match, same match. Like, and and you had way more people on the roster, and you were still doing the same shit before all of this. And now we're going through this right now, and even then you're still doing the same shit. And the brand, the brand split. Malik Murray just asked a question about it. Raw does need to go back to two hours. Merge the women's divi- the women's division, the tag belt division. Uh, you may have to get rid of the women's tag titles too. I don't unless you're going to put focus on tag team women's wrestling in there and uh, get that twenty four seven twenty four seven championship into the garbage. Malik said, "Harsh, harsh." No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm with it because <laughs> that it it, it surprised. It worked me. with Crash. Yeah, but but that's different though, bro. Like, why? Because Crash was funny. It was funny to watch some little dude get beat up in the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese or wherever they were. Or excuse me, Fun Time USA. Yes, but <laughs> terrible, bro. <laughs> but I'm just saying though, bro. Like, get rid of that. Like that that that's that's the only thing that's really given the spotlight is the is the 24 seven title. Rob says, while well, I'm enjoying NWA Shockwave and MLW, American wrestling on a national level is close to being in the toilet for me. WWE is blah on average, and AEW is hit or miss for me. New Japan overall. Um, Rockstar said, I'm only watching AEW, New Japan, and Stardom. Hashtag watch Stardom. Shout out to my man JPQ. Follow him on Twitter at Big Paws on a Pup. Uh, let's see here. WWE is making too much money to... Uh, force any change that usa network nbc universal story is blown out of proportion like uh, somebody i think sean said it before we hear this every four years bro yeah so they don't they don't give a damn about this they're trying to keep their ratings raw is still a big rating draw for usa surprisingly like raw svu all that stuff that's what keeps usa afloat truthfully speaking i'm a big svu fan too yeah because geared toward to, uh, to all the kids, which I, which I I don't. It doesn't work though. Kids it, aren't it, watching this anymore. It doesn't work. But listen, it, like granted, I listen. Well, but I when want we watched when the Attitude Era was showing like chicks getting crazy on there, not really, but you know what I'm saying. We were watching that because we were adolescents, just stupid kids, and we were like, "Yo, this is cool." And all the college kids were watching. We're watching it too. Like everybody was watching wrestling back then. But, but see, like my 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 issue with it is though, like this this has been geared for a long time now. This has been geared towards the kids, and it was even said that it was it was we're trying to make it more family based. Why are you trying to make it more family based when these the same parents who were saying, "I don't want my kid watching this," now you want them watching it? 
it's it's a weird level they're trying to balance. I think they just want family friendly content so that it's not like uh, the, for sponsors like Derek, you sell uh, beer or something. They want you to work with them. So how wait, how wait, do they get you to do that? Well, what sponsors for the kids? Uh, they they got the action figures, Josh. toys, stuff, yeah, cartoons, Scooby Doo. We had the action figures before. Yeah, but they okay. So how do you explain you're an adult themed company, but you make toys for kids? Well, they're for collectors. Yeah. <laughs> and not back in 99. <laughs> Come it's, on. Essentially, that's what it is. It, it goes both ways. I think they're in this hard, like, middle, like, kids watch this, but adults do too. How do we get both? Well, how, how are the kids watching this at 9 o'clock at night, though? Uh, Nelson, that's right. I'm, I'm hyped to see Stabler come back. Um, WWE's in a weird spot. Listen, they got to clean it up. I will say that. Is AEW hit or miss for me? No. Listen, I, I'm a big believer in every week isn't a home run. Just got to be honest with ourselves when it comes to that. <laughs> this isn't Nitro versus the Attitude Era. We're fighting for a million people tonight or two million people. Right. This is completely different. This is something that... I don't know if we can get back to that level. The competition has to get real. Vince needs to get real about this, and he's got to change what he's doing. I thought tonight, cool ending, but what are you going to do on your weekly television programs to get us interested? What are you going to provide that's going to say, oh, maybe I should watch Monday Night Raw tonight because the last two weeks we haven't watched. I watched SmackDown, sure, and am I really watching that? It's kind of on. I watch NXT later, usually on like Saturdays now. Give me something to sink my teeth into. All right? Uh, Yeah, see, I'm almost at... uh, What can they do to catch the fans' attention again for Monday Night Raw? Uh, Matt Lopez says it's a weird year for sure. Um, I guess guess to end it, to catch fans' attention, different matchups every week on the show, storylines for mid-card people that actually have um, some ramifications, something personal in it, uh, you you gotta give me something more than just Matt Riddle's gonna fight over donuts with somebody. You gotta give me something yeah. more than that. Like like I, I I like the I like the fact of who had marshmallows for Bray. Terrible. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. Yes. Uh, um, like okay, this is this is the only time you're gonna hear me say this. I like the feud between John Cena and Damian Sandow. This man always goes back to this. This is one of those things, like, personally, that you guys don't know. <laughs> Derek always brings this up. But they, they've they got to provide something else. and Dude, Something different, damn it. But why do you think Damian Sandow's gone? You didn't do anything with him, and people lose interest. Why? Listen, Robert, in the chat, he's the reason I don't like Dolph Ziggler anymore. Dolph Ziggler won a battle royal when they started SmackDown Live. I'll never forget it. And I was like, oh, Dolph Ziggler won pretty cool. And then Rob was like... Man, you know he's just going to lose. I went on to watch that pay-per-view, and Dean Ambrose beat Dolph Ziggler for the WWE title. And since that day, I can promise you, I have not cared about Dolph Ziggler. So Rob made me see the light like, why do I care about this guy? He's just going to lose. And that's the same story, same song. It was the same thing with Cody, same thing with Goldust, same thing. It was just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. If you're not one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys, you're not going to be protected. If you're not Sheamus... You know who the protected ones are. We got to do better for some of these guys. If you don't like them, that's cool. But what do the fans say? 
What do the people say? That's what you got to listen to, I think, at the end of the day, because they're going to tell you how to do it. And Jocelyn said, get rid of the Hollywood writers. Yes, you don't need that many people writing a show because everybody's trying to get their influence in on, I like this guy, I like this person, I like that. You need two people to do a story. Vince and two people to bounce ideas off of each other. That's it. That's it. You don't need all that craziness. Vince is is the overall yes or no. And then you got two people who are throwing the ideas at Vince. Like, listen, this is what this is what we got. This is what we got. If you like it, yes. And if you're, like it, and no, if you're gonna do the brand split, let it be a brand split. Brand split, excuse me. Yeah. Let Shane yeah. McMahon really run one show and someone run the other, and then Vince can then have all of his toys and say, no, you need to do this and you need to do this. Right. Let it happen. All I'm begging for is something different from WWE. TLC, solid show tonight. Let's see what happens with the rest of wrestling this week. For myself, oh, wait a minute. Not yet. Jocelyn said, at times the stories can be good, but it doesn't keep my attention after two weeks. Maybe that's why I don't watch the soaps. Perhaps. You could be right about that. Bring back Corny for creative. And we're ending the show on that note. Thank you, Rob. Uh, For myself and Derek, um, right now, I don't know if we're going to do a Dynamite show on Wednesday. That's that 10 o'clock show. It's going to be hit then, or miss. Yeah, and then we're we're tr- we're we're treading treading lightly into Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe we'll come on here and talk with you guys. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a quick review. We'll see. Be on the lookout for it just like this one went up today. I didn't know I was doing this until probably a couple hours before. So, be on the lookout. We'll have that all taken care of. Uh Dynamite, we haven't missed a show, so it'll be kind of cool not to miss one yet, but we'll see. As I said, if you guys listen to this, hopefully you enjoy. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button for us. And last but not least, hit the like button on your way out if you haven't already. For myself, Derek, we are out. Thank you for listening to this live recording of everything pro wrestling. It's a show by the fans, for the fans, and hopefully WWE uses that to help us make Raw and SmackDown bearable. Peace. Wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here. So listen in, let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes, by the fans, uh, for the fans. Uh, not many in this can understand. Uh, this the podcast to show you who I am. Uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take, showing you. How it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many whose hand can understand. Everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson, yes. What's going on, everything pro wrestling listeners? This is Jesse Carter over at the Pro Wrestling Shoot Podcast. 
The Pro Wrestling Shoot podcast covers interviews from your favorite independent wrestling stars, along with some current AEW, Impact, and former WWE stars. We also cover some of your favorite classic pay-per-views from WWE, WCW, ECW, and Impact Wrestling. We also cover some current reviews on all AEW, WWE, and NXT pay-per-view events. Come check us out on all your favorite audio podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages over at the Pro Wrestling Shoot, and follow me on Twitter at Carter Inc. That's C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. All right, let's get back to Conrad and everything pro wrestling. What's going on, EPW Nation? It's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast, Josh and Peyton, here to remind you all that college basketball season is right around the corner. Yes, we finally know it's right around the corner. And Peyton, there's only one place people should go for all the college basketball excitement. Well, Josh, the only place to find all college basketball hoops all the time is Everything College Basketball. Everything College Basketball can be listened to on several podcast hosting sites like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And we can also be found on our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Everything College Basketball. Yes, make sure you are joining the group with a, a couple other hundred people and growing by the day as we march into year number three of the Everything College Basketball networking system. Now, let's get back to Conrad and everything pro wrestling. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 